the obvious song on here for me, when you think about how Rust started out, it's Caterpillar, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was like, here's, here's, you know, you turn into the butterfly. Like, it's something that people look at as this grotesque thing and is able to, you know, metamorphosize into something that's beautiful. And I think, you know, when I think about that song, I think about, obviously, the album and how that relates to just him and his life. He took that situation, like with his father, you know, his brother going to jail and, and all this other stuff, and he turned it into, into a thing of, of beauty. Uh, dead in hip hop, as y'all can see, we in the studio. Hey, we chilling, man. Look, this shit coming along, goddamn. But uh, dead in hip hop album review, Royce the Five Nine Book of Ryan. So, 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 so Royce is uh, he putting in work, huh? <laughs> like he, two albums in one year, yeah, huh? shit, yeah. a month apart. Like mm -hmm. shit. The first thing I want to address on this mm. because it, it it hit me before I even knew Royce was dropping this. Caterpillar, the video was super dope. That's number one. But number two, M, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Which is why we were so frustrated when we were reviewing Revival. Because we know he has this in him. No, he has this in him. You don't get the right to say that shit. What? You <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, M is over. I, M can't do this. When we did the remix, the Clarice Epic, yeah, he brought it back. He brought it back. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He's like, get off my shit. I'm scared. <laughs> Podcast, so you understand the reference. It's inside jokes. And when I watched that video, and you just seen, you know, M right here, where Royce is just, and then Royce is just chilling with M. It's such a dope concept. It is. Man. It I is. That, that shit was fucking dope. That shit was ridiculous. Eminem is ridiculous, and you need to stop fucking around <laughs> and give us a real fucking hip hop out. I'm for yeah. real. Yeah. Bro, you're a goat. Like you're you're a goat. And right. every time you just you give us little nuggets. And then, and then when, when we find the fucking album, it's like, what the fuck is this? This this, this tastes like none of these yeah. nuggets. He dropped the album first, and then gave us chorus after remix. Right. And then you hear him on this, and he's like, damn. If not, at least do another album with Roy. Do another Bad Me's Evil. Yeah. Something in Bad Me's Evil Three. Yeah. That'd be really dope. Yeah. He, he need to do something. He need to do something because. It was super dope, but I'm at this point where I'm, I'm super frustrated. Like when you give me this shit, and I'm sorry, I know this is a Royce the Five Nine project. <laughs> right. Let me digress. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get back to Royce, man. Royce, bro, you you put in super work. Uh, whoa, super dope. Like this album, first first and foremost, is is dope. I think it was a bit long, and I've listened to it a couple of times. And and, and tell me if I'm wrong. Clarify this for me. At the beginning, like like half of this is like Royce talking about like all of the stuff that he grew up with and stuff, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a switch, right, where it goes from him and his dad's relationship to him and his son, right? You gotta read it. Okay. Like, I didn't get it either until I read the lyrics, but there was like something about he had a dream to where he was asking his dad yeah, these yeah. questions, mm -hmm. and his dad said, you can ask anything you want as long as, as, you, long don't as you don't blink. Uh -huh. But then when he blinks, it's, like it's him blink. and his son. Yeah. Uh. And then the voices changed in, in, on, on the song that they were having that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. His son's yeah. Yeah. So that's how I picked it up. asking him questions. Because he's like, I'm writing this book, and I want, you know, about somebody that I look up to, but I don't know who you are, so who are you? And I think that's, and it was like, right when it transitioned into, I don't mean to cut you off, it was like, right when it transitioned into the, to the cocaine, like yeah. fucking, how powerful is that? Because you know, yeah, because it's like yeah. you, you always hear about like people who don't have, you know, 
the father in their life. Yeah. Whatever. So like he's still talking about like, look, just because I was one of the, the few guys that had a mother and father household, it was still fucked up. Yeah. Like yeah. we it, we still have issues, just like someone that don't have a full a household mm-hmm. family. It's like I think that was so dope and touching that. and then to say like, damn, my dad chose me over cocaine. Yeah, he got clean how many, for me. How many scenarios we always hear where the the the, the parent or the guardian. You know, the drugs overtakes them and they, yeah. you know, they just lose their child or whatever. And this is like, for him to say like, damn, my daddy chose me over that. And I think that kind of inspired him to kind of get clean because he's mm. been sober uh, for alcohol for six years. So it's like, I think that's dope how he kind of brought that back in full circle. Like, mm. you inspire me to get cleaned up because I was an alcoholic and here I am. I got kids and I don't want to lose my kids because of alcohol. And it's like, you did the same thing. That shit, man, cocaine was so fucking deep. Or, or even the, the, the point where, and I think this was on power, like you hear about like his relationship with his father and his yep. family. and yep. His brothers and, and stuff. Yeah. Right. On, on holiday, uh, talk about Christmas. Yeah, on Christmas. And on Thanksgiving. Getting arrested. Yeah. Because like, he slammed his, his, his son. His oldest son. It's like yep. crazy. Yes. But the storytelling was so fucking detailed. Layers were detailed, but this one is just like. Damn. Shit. Yeah, because and I remember he was saying like, yeah, this is this is the most personal. I'm thinking like, damn, what can be more personal than layers? You know, hearing Tabernacle and all that yeah. stuff. Like, but hearing this, I'm like, God, Lee. When it went after that interlude with his son and he started going personal, I was mm-hmm. like, and after so damn. many years, so much music, it's like, how how did you not talk about this like already? He did it, it backwards. What do you what do you mean he did it backwards? Because we've said on this show that. Typically, the first album, or there's a rule of thumb that the first album is easiest. Yes. Because it's your story. You can tell your story. And then after that, what do you say afterwards? Mm-hmm. Because he's so dope as a rapper and as an artist, he didn't really necessarily have to do that. He could just make songs and rap fucking great. Mm-hmm. So now, as he's been in the game for so long, now he can get out and tell the story of Royce the 5'9". Over the years, you've been able to develop your craft and get to the point where you can put out this work and it's just fucking fantastic. I feel that Royce on this album, you know, because it starts off for me like just Royce ripping shit, you know, woke all of this. But then as you continue to listen to this project and all of the messages and you really see how fucked up Royce's life really was at this point. In this, in this career, I think you put it best, Ken. He did do it backwards. He came out just as a dope rapper. But now to be able to to dig deep, you just feel for him. Like it, like he, it, it's emotional. You know what I'm saying? Now for how me. How did y'all feel about him singing? I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought I, it was I, good I too. Was about to, I was Especially fine on cocaine. Yeah. You was fine with Yeah, that. because I, I didn't, I mean, I was like, all right, I, I hear your voice. Royce I hear your voice. I don't feel like he was trying to do too much. You know, like he nah. wasn't trying to young thug it or nothing. He you knew know. his capabilities. Exactly. He, he stuck to him. I think Bob LeBeau was definitely kind of. Huh? What? Your boy J. Cole. No, he wrapped his money. No. <laughs> I was gonna, and, and go ahead. Funny, I'm about to say it's funny because when I first heard the song, this was the only single I was like, okay, I'm not gonna listen to this single and I'm gonna wait for the album. That Bob so, Bow shit was dope. I heard, so when I heard, I heard yeah, it when it first when came I, out. Yeah, when I, I tweeted, yeah. I was like, damn, J. Cole was floating on that Bob Bow. I said, y'all see what I did there or whatever? But um, I thought it was interesting that he got J. Cole for that feature because. Bablo Island is like such a Detroit place of music. It's a music mm. park. It's a little music park that you take the. Uh, I Googled it. Oh, you Googled it? I, I know the fuck it's all about. <laughs> yeah, but I did my research. You have to be from Detroit to like really appreciate. You have to have money to be on the Bablo boat. It's not one of those man, type of things. No, nah, was, everybody was on that. <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, I just, I just want, I'm just interested that he had got that feature. It would have been dope. Even though Cole killed it, he did a great job on that mm-hmm. shit. But like. 
it would have been dope to have like another Detroit artist on there because I think it's just it's such a de- it's a Detroit thing. Like mm-hmm. it's really a Detroit music park. It's like damn, J Cole, you don't know nothing about the Bible boat. Like why you got why you on this song? Yeah, I thought it was really interesting how J Cole he, just can't win, huh? Man? No, no, no. He I, said he did. I said, <laughs> I, why you got why you got J Cole? He ain't from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, hey. when I, yeah. When I saw Bobo Boat featuring J Cole, I was like, See, what? I'm saying he can't I was win. like, wait a minute. What? That's like if someone from your hometown, you'd be like, wait a minute. Why is this person talking? Well, my hometown ain't, ain't producing like no, no J Cole, no music like that. No, I'm just, I'm just giving. All we got is Roy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. So it's Roy like Jones. hearing that, but yeah. yeah, man, I thought I thought it was dope how it kind of kind of he talked about like his introduction to alcoholism, like. Now he started drinking. But yeah, I thought Bible Boat was cool, and J. Cole definitely was one of the top features. One of my other favorite joints on here. Um, oh, so J. Cole was one of You know what I thought about real yeah, quick on the song. about that on the J. Cole? Song. Yeah, what? Is that he was rapping over somebody else's beat. I thought yeah. about what you said in the J. Cole review. Yeah. If you haven't watched the J. Cole review, go, go check that out. But he did snap. He did snap. He did. He did. I, I was like, like, that's the J. Cole we need. But anyway. I just... But I thought Outside was a really dope track. Like, I mm. think, you know, for someone that's... That's a father. He's like he's talking about the things that he's worrying about his raising his son that he don't want his father that he that his father's made the mistake of him growing up, but he don't want to make the same mistakes his dad did. I thought that was dope. Shout out to Mr. Porter too. He he laid some dope beats on this um on this album. He didn't do the whole album, but he did a good a good chunk of this. But another powerful song too. I mean he, he got he got a lot of powerful songs. But strong mm-hmm. strong friend. I thought that was really dope. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. was a dope talk, concept. Talk, yeah, I'm concept. waiting for somebody to talk about one of the best tracks on here. Mm-hmm. Fucking legendary. Legendary had his most, in my opinion, his most impressive flow performance. Scheme. Flow scheme. How the flow scheme was fuck crazy. did he pick up the pocket on that beat? Yeah, his flow scheme was crazy. It was crazy. crazy. The Mr. Beat, Porter, like I heard the beat and I was Porter. like, how's yeah. he gonna do this? Yeah. He did it. It made no sense. Dumb, dumb was dope. Oh, dumb was dope. That boogie, who's, y'all Oh, yeah, he's apparently some shady rapper. Okay, okay. He's apparently on shade. He's yeah. nice. Yeah, he can sing nice too. Like, yeah, he can sing and flow. I was like, damn. Me either. Not till not till when I heard this album. I was yeah. like, damn, Boogie, Boogie's all right. Uh, Fabulous, fucking Fabulous. snap. Yeah, he I did. thought Jada was cool. J- Jada, you know, man. Look, J- Jada's been on two recent projects, and I always have this theory when you when especially like the older school rappers, you know, mm-hmm. people that we kind of grew up on and stuff. When you start to see their features, they're ramping up to drop something. So I'm definitely looking forward to Jada's stuff. Because he was also on Flatboy Zombies. I know we haven't done that. We may or may not. I don't know. But Jada's verse on this. I, I don't know, man. Like, those type beats and Jada's voice, just, they're so perfect. Yeah. Stay Woke was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Stay yeah, Woke was incredible. That was the, the, the one where you had the, the 444 line. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you four from this 44, like, Hova album. Yeah. But that yeah. track should have ended the album. Mm-hmm. And even the way he did the, the, the skits with the backing tracks, and stuff like that so it was almost like it was it was spoken word you know um a bit so i thought that was dope like i think Edman wonder did the my parallel beat uh for that skit that shit was fucking dope and uh how he used the skits to tie everything together somebody on twitter which i know we shouldn't listen to twitter was complaining about the skits and i'm like what are you talking about like they're not paying attention to the story it brings yeah it brings brings the whole story yeah yeah shut up so um, then I think the other thing that I pulled from it that I that I like, I think it was on Caliper, how he took the stylings of mumble rap and used that to himself. Like the the way he did the hook, whoever did the hook for Caterpillar, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it would definitely sound like something that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would sound like something that would be kind of trappy, kind of mumble rapish. But he, you know, well, I guess if King Green King Green did it, it's technically not Royce. But the fact is. Royce took that styling and flipped it and made it into something that, I mean, that I think is fucking dope. You know, man, I, I, 
Yo, 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 text me about this album. I, I think it was spot on. If this, if this album had Kendrick's name on it, people would be blowing the fuck up and talking all about this album. But because it's Royce, it's not getting the, it's getting a lot of attention and praise, but not the attention and praise that it does. And I think people don't really fully understand the quality of work. Like it's, it's fucking incredible, man. And I, I, I just. I just don't understand how people are not recognizing it for what it is. It's baffling to me. I feel like we've been waiting for this album for fucking ever, and I'm glad that he finally dropped it, and I'm glad it was as good as we all hoped. Mm-hmm. Like, you said you walked in with low expectations, or no ex- You say no or no. Not really, yeah. Well. I walked in with very high uh, expectations, because he's been talking about this album for years. Two years this was his yeah. story. Yep. Yeah. So, I was like, well, how is Royce going to do this? Cause I've I've enjoyed everything he's done, but I've been like, man, I've been really waiting for this album. Cause, like you said, Roy doesn't really get that personal. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't. Mm-hmm. He just raps right. very well, but he right. just raps. Right. So to see him put together something like this, where you have an intro, you have woke, and you have my parallel, where it's really three jams that are setting the entire album yeah, up. Yeah. Like he had, he hasn't even really rapped yet mm-hmm. by track three. Yeah. He's not even rapping yeah. yet. He just setting the stage. He's just setting the stage for you to know what's about to come. So when you really sit down and listen to this whole thing and you read along to what he's talking about and you really see it's really just a book of his life put to music. And it's done so incredibly well. But I was gonna say, like, that's one of the things that I thought is is I was like, this is so good kid Mad City. Like this is Royce's good kid Mad City, Mm -hmm. his version. And it's just as good, in my opinion. It's It's just as good. Like, Royce does not do storytelling enough. And I always say some of my favorite Royce material is off of Street Hop. The, the the shit where he's talking about robbing the place that he yeah. goes to the hotel. Uh, yep, yep. I, I was murder, murder and then the, there was another song yeah, after that. But um, <laughs> that's my favorite Royce album, is Street Hop. But I feel like Royce is very underrated as a storyteller. Everyone's always like, oh, you know, you're one of the spitters. We know you got bars. Yeah, he's got bars, but he's also so fucking creative and intelligent. And he showed all of that on here because you have songs where it's like, yeah, Caterpillar's bars, mm-hmm. bars for fucking days. Godspeed, bars for days. But songs like Dumb, songs like, like you said, Cocaine, songs like Bablo Boat, Power. like, and Power. <laughs> like, these are such, strong, and Protecting Brian. Protecting, like, yeah. these songs are so creative and detailed and deep. So it's like, he gave you everything you could possibly want on this album. Bars, storytelling, concepts. Mm-hmm. He even sang for y'all motherfuckers. Right. So I agree 100% with Yo. This shit should be a lot more popular than it is right now. This is easily one of the best things we've heard this year. And I, the thing about it is, I can listen to Caterpillar over and over and over and over and <laughs> over. So I don't remember who said it, maybe in you, maybe in you, we definitely need another Bad Me Yeah. Yep, we definitely do, because god damn it, man. Those two together is just a match made in heaven. I mean, it's the prime example of Steel Sharp and yeah, Steel when them, two, when them two get in the booth together, man. Like, it's, it's They crazy. bring out the best in each other. They do, every time. And, it's like, and god damn, like, and I know people were complaining, oh, Am is still talking about poop. So what? So what? So what? So what? Yeah. He's talking about poop in Jerusalem and Israel. So what? If he does it he like that, he could, he could rap about whatever the fuck he wants to I agree. About when he rap like that. When have we ever known M to not be immature? Exactly. So why are y'all surprised? Exactly. But, exactly. I mean, what I want, what I want is for them to do a Bad Meets Evil 3. 
and really beyond some fucking battle shit. Cause the, the shit, the line he had about the boom bap is, is the boom bap is the coming ex, back with an ax to murder, murder mumble rap, rap, rap or whatever yeah. it was. I was like, is he back to throwing shots finally? I doubt it. Right. But can you imagine how much that would shake up the yeah, industry? It needs to. It Royce needs to and M coming out being yep. like, we're fucking chopping off everybody. everybody. He's talking yep. about decapitating motherfuckers in this song. Yep. Like, we need this. Uh, for me, my favorite tracks are Woke, uh, Caterpillar, Dumb, Cocaine, uh, Bobla Boat, Legendary, Summer on Lock, and I'll stop there. I'm gonna say Caterpillar, Godspeed, Cocaine, Legendary, oh, and definitely Stay Woke. Caterpillar, Legendary, Bobla Boat, Power, Stay Woke. Dumb. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. So that's yeah, that's my favorite. Uh Caterpillar. Bobla Boat. <laughs> Bobla Boat. 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 Legendary. Anything, everything. Outside. Shit, Royce. It ain't much I can say. It ain't much I can say. Um, there is no prime for you. I, I think that that line just keeps sticking out to me because that's really where you are. You know what I'm saying? In rap, like, you know, people typically have a peak, then they plateau, then they fall off. You're almost like LeBron. Like, you're just getting better with age and more albums and, and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't really typically see that in hip-hop. So you are definitely an anomaly when it comes to that. But this was an amazing fucking project, bro. Russ, if you're watching, uh, great album. Fantastic album. Definitely top 10, top 5 of this year. Not that you couldn't do this. It's just... Like I went in with with no expectations and, and walked away thoroughly impressed and, every, and and I loved everything you've done up to this point so I knew it wasn't gonna be whack I just know it wasn't I just didn't know it was gonna be this and what I love about it is that it's almost like you you, you tapped into some like additional powers. Royce, you've been one of my favorite fucking MCs since goddamn 90s and you've never slacked. You've never let me down. And this is easily one of your best albums. And it's amazing that this late in your career, you're still putting out masterpiece material. Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah, um, Royce, man, just want to say thank you. Thank you for this album. You've been blackballed from the label. You've been to jail. You came back, fought through uh, alcoholism, and you still continue to make these great albums, man. And now I'm like, what you gonna do to top this? Like, what are you gonna do? How much more creative can you be on your next album that's gonna be just as good or possibly better than this, man? This is, this is amazing. You've done a great job with this album. Just shit, man. Like, it's, it's just been amazing seeing you grow from, from, like Mike said, from the 90s to this. Like, seeing you out in the Detroit scene just rapping and just killing shit and just starting off with Eminem. To the, like to the point you're at now, like it's amazing. So, kudos, man. Thanks again, and, and hopefully, hopefully you're watching this. Hopefully, he is.